long ago in a distant land. She created life, and now we can. Welcome to her story, and her story is no different from your experience. This is crazy, and my beautiful co-host. It's your favorite celibate pussy fairy, another goddess. What's up, y'all? Ding, ding, damn. <laughs> ding, ding, damn, fuck down. Okay, so this podcast could go one or two ways. It could be an interview or a discussion, you know? And then we talk about... The current reality, her story of the week, her news of the week, and the discussion of the episode title, as you should be aware, I advise that you apply common sense to discovering what the topic of the day would be. Um, um, for you all who don't know, it's mental health and snapping pussy. You're welcome. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're talking about mental health and snapping pussy. That's some agitation there. That's triggers on so many levels. Um, now before we have them all trigger happy and going off the boots. What's been going on lately? Yeah, what's been going on lately? Um, honestly, it's been a lot going on. Like, I've been triggered. Like, hella fucking triggered. Me and Cleo almost broke up recently. Because of that fucking trigger. I'm like, it was just financial shit. A lot of financial shit and a lot of fucking holding shit in and letting it build up. And I just need to stop it. Holding like, shit in. This woman didn't talk to me for two days. And the first conversation she wants to have after not talking to me for two days, living in the same house, I go to pick her up from work every fucking day. Is um, It's not every day. I pick you up from work a good amount of times. And I, and then she comes to me and she goes, um, maybe you should stay at your mom's place for a bit. I blow up, I said up, for y'all. a day. I blow up. I said for up, a day. And I go, fuck you, fuck this, fuck that. You know, other very, very non- radio approved words (laughs) but seriously yeah that happened and she actually made it seem like she wanted me to break up with her it's not like she was breaking up with me she got so mad she was yelling at me and saying i just want you to break up with me okay but my reasoning behind that look that's why we're talking about mental health this week because i just was overwhelmed by so much shit going on around me and inside of me and a lot of times I shut the fuck down, especially when it comes, like, because I'm just so used to just doing shit alone. Like, going through my fucking depression and anxiety fucking alone. Bro, she, the longest, she ghosted me and we lived together. This, <laughs> that's a whole new thing. <laughs> Damn. Bro. <laughs> Go on. But I'm just, um, man, this shit ain't easy. Dealing with somebody 24-7 and compromising and letting them into your reality like every day it can become tiring sometimes and for me being the sad sun and aries fucking moon that i am like i have this big fucking this big fucking deal with independence and a lot of times i'll be feeling like i'm losing my independence because i depend so much on this other person for mental well-being for physical well-being for emotional support and well-being and I get lost in that and sometimes I just neglect myself and then I take it out on the people around me because I need to do more work on me and not blame it on other people. So, like, I was just triggered financially and I just was like, I need some fucking space, basically. 
but I could have came about that differently. So I'm sorry. I apologize like immensely because that was fucked up. Because if you did that shit to me, I would have been like, man, fuck you, bitch. I'm leaving. I don't need to be here. I don't, I didn't stand for this. Oh, Do you wow. not know who the fuck I am? Oh, wow. I would have been on some shit like that. So like, I get it. And I know how I am. I can be a lot. So that's why I was like, man, just break up with me because I ain't shit. And I just felt like I was just tired of going through that same old cyclical thing of me. The well, cycle? Of, yeah, the cycle of just me being See, a fucking... I can understand that because the gig of living makes this repetition seem a bit mundane and pedestrian. And then we get tired of that fucking shit. It becomes irritating because it seems mm-hmm. like the same thing over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, with the partner you are with, by yourself, the repetition is consistent. And you have to get into the flow of that consistency. Adapt to the programming to survive. So I can recognize when it feels like you're tired and you're pained by it, but the demand for us to move forward, whether it's as a partner or separately or just as friends, my dear, is to communicate like through your depression, through your mania. Always find a way to be able to say, this is what I feel like I'm going through, even if you don't feel like elaborating. So they have some type of picturesque and you let them know that when you do have it together, when you do have an explanation and when you let yourself understand what motions you're going through, you will bring it to them and discuss it too. So you can you can you can shut down, but you can let them know I'm about to shut down to understand. You can give you can give a notice. Everybody just demands a notice, especially when it's a financial relationship. You demand a notice. And I get that. Emotional relationships as well. I need a notice. Done. I know, I know, but we can I'm communicate so used about to just it. Just doing that shit in myself. I know, but you don't learn anything. I know, Newsflash. and um. <laughs> Obviously, you know, Avi, Avi. Okay. You don't, you don't remember that? No. I'm not American. I'm no, I'd never watch Awkward. Yes, you did. We watched it together. Oh, not Awkward. I'm tripping. We watched Fake um, together. No, the dude with um, autism. Atypical. Yeah, atypical. I don't know awkward. Okay, right. I, get, I get it now. Yeah. I so. completely forgot. I watched Awkward too, but like first episode and I said fuck I used it. to love Awkward. That fat girl was such a bully. But she was... Intense, sexy, funny. and <laughs> musical knowledge. Yes, I appreciate all of that. Yeah, welcome. But fuck. You're, oh, okay, okay. You're welcome. That was my bitch. You know? Now, let's not stray from the fact. Today, we're... We still... I'm st- you still want to disclose? Yeah, okay. still so... You ain't even say how you felt. Like, what's going on? Like, I know yesterday, we had a long-ass fucking day trying to take care of some stuff. Um, car issues. That was the shit. Man, like, car issues in America car. where you're making payments. You would still be paying the insurance. You would still be paying the fucking car notes. And you would still be paying to fix the goddamn car. Man, like, Shoot me in the penis. What the fuck? If like, I had one. <laughs> what's the point of insurance if that shit ain't gonna help fix your car neither? Like, what the fuck? I don't get that. Like, I, that I insure crazy. you will fuck up. <laughs> Man. And then I was rushing the whole situation. So I shouldn't even got this car from the beginning. But... At the end of the day, I know the shit is going to be Everything happens for a reason. I feel like everything is... Right. That's facts. Everything is going to be okay. And the thing about the bravery of humanity, whenever we're going through shit, that's why sometimes we look at other people who are currently going through shit and letting us know that they're going through shit. Like, no, when I was going through shit, I didn't let you know you just faced that shit. It's going to be okay no matter what you're thinking right now. Just get through it and talk to me later when you're feeling better. That's literally how we relate right now. And not that I'm saying it's the best, but shit. It is what it is. Not what it could be. And I also, something else I realized, I realized that waking up, like, I didn't realize it, but I didn't realize it to this degree. So I woke up and was sitting on the toilet pissing, doing my regular shit when I wake up, and then I was like, oh, wow. 
I just realized that every time I felt an attraction to a person, mostly a man, because even with women too, because I've been with women in my life and I've been with men in my life, but I'm used to intermingling and sexually engaging with men. So since the beginning of losing my fucking virginity, giving your virginity, sharing your virginity, Jesus. losing that bitch, I'm popping tired of that this. cherry, fucking, fucking for the first fucking time, okay. you get it. Or whatever. You get it. Join society in their conundrum. I feel like I was so fixated and I had to have sex with somebody so quickly. I never thought that I actually could take the time to get to know this person on a soul level. It's like this song we were just listening to. She she she's trying to get with me. She doesn't want to seem too easy, but at the same time she doesn't want to seem like she's teasing me. Remember the song we we're just listening to? You was just listening to it, right? You were listening to it. I just listened to um, it. I was walking by and I, I, okay, I remember now. Back. But um yeah, for the longest time I really just thought it was programmed in me to just okay. Even to my thought pattern, like I'm looking at somebody and I'm saying, "Oh, I'm attracted to this person. I wonder would our sex be good? You know, yeah, no, I'm already thinking up positions. I don't even right. I didn't even think about. Oh, I wonder what our mental, you know, be on the same frequency. That's always where I've been at. Or would our um, our our beliefs, you know, come together? Could we coexist? Could I love this person I'm even knowing their imperfection? Like, could we work together? Yeah. Could we create together? Like so much other shit. Like, I would think right into the sex first and then go into that. And then I realized too late because I had sex with this person and now I'm feeling attached in some kind of way because we shared this this very intimate thing with one another. I mean, you was inside of me. Like, that's a, that's a powerful dynamic. And at that moment, I'm just neglecting my fucking intuition. And now I'm just falling into lust. And I'm, a, I'm listening to... Everything else that's yelling and screaming at me and not listening to that calm voice that's saying, look, now you know this motherfucker is not fit for you. You know you should have fucking waited. You know you didn't have to get a pussy like that. And this can go for men too because I had some, I've been talking like my coworker I had talked to the other day. He was saying that he kicked it with this chick. Like he got her number and then the next day they fucked. But he said the only reason he fucked her is because she came on to him. Like, sure. you don't have to have sex with somebody just because they come on to you. Facts. You have a choice. Exactly. And you can I didn't know my choice before. I felt like I had to do this because it was right there. Otherwise, they would think you're not interested. No, you can express or, verbally or, that you are interested. Or that you playing to to and you're compatible. Or you playing and you childish. True. Oh, you playing. You so childish. The oh, fuck? Yeah. Because I don't want to fuck you? Nigga? True. That's the words they used. I, I, I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. They're like, are you, you playing? Really gay? You just playing around? No. I just need to know if you're compatible with exactly. me spiritually, emotionally, exactly. and physically. Like, that shit know. used to really blow my mind. Back then, I felt so bad about it. Now, I'm just looking like, you stupid, nigga. <laughs> you stupid, you bitch. You wise up, and it took like, time for that. So, you're talking to all the younger ladies out there who are just... They even, even have to be things. young. They can be older people out here. Because I know some older women out here still submitting to the D because they wanted it. True, true. It's it like, don't matter how right. old you are. Because your, your mental... You could be 50, 60, 70 year old and your mental is on the damn 12-year-old 12, 12 level. You're still progressing no matter how like, No matter what stage or phase in your life. Facts. Because I'm 26 years old and I'm just not putting these pieces together. <laughs> and she been putting pieces together. She's 21. So it don't matter how old you are. Like, Facts. I'm not trying to shit on nobody for the age and realizing. When you realize, you fucking realize. Facts, my nigga. I just want to put that out there to let you know that you always have a choice. You don't have to feel bad. 
and you can change your motherfucking mind. There's you might have no thought obligation. you wanted something, no but you don't have to go through with that. Your obligation is to yourself. And if they don't want to fuck with you because you said that you want to choose you, you dodge you want to take you want to take your time. You also you dodge the bullet, but you also fuck them. You know how many people in the world? Over a billion people. Well, don't fuck them, but say fuck right, off. Right, right, fuck off. Because you can't fuck me, obviously. Christ. But I'm saying fuck you, not me. You know? Fuck, I feel that. I feel that. Fuck you, my nigga. Genuinely. Like, I just... It's just crazy, the shit that I tolerated. And I looked at it, and I'm like, damn. Like, that's scary as fuck to think that I would just do that. You do realize that that's the point of reflection, to look back and now know yeah. what to do better moving forward. Most definitely. Yeah. But it's just mind-boggling to me to look back on it and be thinking that that's all I had. And now, moving forward, this feels so new. This feels different. And I'm excited for the new passions exactly. and the new, like, feeling that I haven't had before to arise because I never really got to know nobody that deeply without thinking about sex. Like, I really want to get to know. And it's the best relationships I have with people. Like, because I have, I had some dude guy friends yeah. and the ones that already put in a friend zone, like, this is going to be my nigga. Like, I can't, I ain't going to fuck this nigga. Like, that's going to be my nigga. Those be the best fucking relationships I ever fucking had because I really got to know these motherfuckers. So you pretty much put a do not enter sticker on that Yes, <laughs> yes. And I can shut it down because I already, friend, I already put you in a friend category. But I need to put that with everybody, no matter who you are. Yeah, whoever that nigga was. You need to be my was, friend before anybody else. Whoever that nigga was who made that joke that men have a compartment in their head for their relationships, they need to come check out women's compartment because that shit is organized. Man, it's fucking... It's, it's, it's so pretty. It truly is. <laughs> it's it really so pretty. Is. Like, there is laminated. It got stickers and butterflies on it. And it's like, uh, and then the ones that you don't appreciate that much, you still get some love in it. But they don't get as much um, love and attention as the ones that you really pay most of your time into. Bruh, your organization <laughs> is prep school pretty. The oh, hell? You're good. But, prep um, school pretty. Okay, you laminated their names. And <laughs> shit, got an organized folder. Everybody got A to Z arrangements. Stomps, damn, stomps, girl. Stomps, damn. Stomps, you got me over here trying to sound black. <laughs> I got you. Let me go blame and give me a dollar. Oh, by the way, I've been <laughs> getting robbed in my own home consistently since the day I moved in with this fucker. Yeah, if y'all been catching up and staying tuned to the podcast, as you should. For every yeah. time I share blame, I get to give a dollar to this fucking It's jar. not even just that. It's, it's if you give blame to somebody and not take responsibility, if you overstep somebody's boundaries. And you know, definitely I owe a lot because I always overstep boundaries. Yeah, she probably like negative 20 right now. So you haven't been calling me out, though. I haven't been calling you out because I like when you overstep boundaries because that's what I am, a boundary overstepper. So I see you being me and I'm proud of you. Oh, my God. <laughs> you need to still call me out, Cleo. Eventually, I, I should have today when you licked my lips and hurt my bruise. That, you know, you owe me a dollar. But you asked me to kiss you. I asked you to and kiss And that was a kiss. And then you overstepped my boundary and licked me. That was a kiss, No, bro. that was not a kiss. That was a lick. If I ask for a lick, I get a lick. If I ask for a kiss, I get a kiss. That was my feeling of a kiss in that moment. Okay. Like, you owe me a dollar. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. The fuck? But anyways, yeah, that was some things that's been going on my mind lately. Current realities, current realities. Um, also, the the we saw we had a helicopter outside our window early this morning, and then she looked. No, it was me. last night. It was last night. It was last night. It was three a.m. No, it was last night. But also, okay. yesterday, cause no, we went to go drop a package off because I'm um getting my laptop fixed, so I had to go drop that off at FedEx. 
and I went up in a line. I was trying to be seen by him. He asked me what's up. And then he was like, um, did you hear about what's, what happened? Explosion earlier in Houston? I'm like, nah, I ain't hear none of that. I'm, I'm glad it wasn't near us. We weren't really affected by it, but I'm still it was like, it was sad because it happened probably like four in the morning. A ton of people got displaced from their homes. Two people died in the explosion. Yes. Yeah, and they have families and such and such. And, and the first thing like, this woman says while reading the notification on, I think, Google or whatever blog post they've posted it on is, damn, they're going to have to pay their families. They're going to have to. Because, you know, everybody's mind is going to the front of funeral expenses. I know. How much money is going to cost to get this together, which is ridiculous. Everybody's Why the fuck? mind is we got to pay to be expenses? born Come and on. we got to be paying to die. You dead. You still got to pay. You know, why, you why the fuck your, can you not just go and dig any oil. type of dirt and put a person fucking under it? And then we put it the in plants. a coffin. You know, your you, body can't even decay in peace. Christ. You can't even. You're trapped in a box. You're in death. Damn. That is ridiculous. And burning y'all might fucking burning is a waste and a pollution to the environment. We should just be buried inside of the ground in a mass grave That's where we can both I blow the plants. I wish I could eat. just be thrown into Damn. the ocean and let you know the animals or whatever eat me in there. Huh? Don't mean ocean. I'm no, I want ocean. humans to be able to benefit from my human experience. What the fuck? I'm a, Why would the fishes then eat me after I'm all the fishes siren. I've eaten in my lifetime? Okay, and I'm a pescatarian, so I get it. I see. I see where I can go with that. Like, it's a cycle of life. This conversation is starting to sicken me. You're a pescatarian. <laughs> you eat a lot of fish in your lifetime. So, because no, of that, when you die, eat. you want to give yourself up to the fish to Yes. Be. You know what? I guess I wish you just died from Jaws. You know, go in the movie Jaws and see exactly what happens. They chew you up while you're alive. Why would you want that? Why would you even say that? Okay, Kia? I really don't want you that. You overstepping boundaries. I Jar. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> No, I'm negative 23 bucks. <laughs> but let's go into the, um, what was next? The Her News? Okay. Oh, Her you... Story. Her Story. Go ahead with your Her Story. Okay. My Our Story of the Week. Are you guys excited? Because I'm super excited. My Her Story of the Week is Victoria Thomas. Yes, Victoria Thomas is Nigerian. She's a plant-based mm-hmm. body transformer. She graduated from Howard Law, and she oh, owns shit. a gym called Journey Fit. She's a gym owner. And Does she what? have a franchise or just one gym right now? I think it could be a franchise. She might want to branch mm. out and step into other arenas because that would be most appreciated. I'm a Nigerian bodybuilder myself. I appreciate women who understand how to take their strengths and consistently build their energy, get to know your body, appreciate your body, treat your body respectfully, be spiritually in tune with your body, be spiritually in tune with your energy that is outside and inside of your body. Just continuously be yourself. And this woman just shows that all. And it's a really, really a tough she physique. Yeah, she's really beautiful. Incredibly beautiful. And she's right next door. Dallas, Texas. That's not, it's not right next door, but it's, it's, it's decent. Three hours is right next door. Especially <laughs> when we can fly there for less than 30 minutes. Thank you. Anyway, yeah. So, Victoria Thomas, we appreciate you. We love your consistency and just continuing to be yourself. Um... Don't change for shit and keep inspiring people. And like you like you already know from what my wife said, we'd like it if it was a franchise. So you can uh, try to branch out when you think you're financially strong-footed. Come to you Houston. Know? You know? Come to Atlanta. Yes, we definitely Come pay for a Nigerian female-owned gym to be able to be a member instead of paying all these butch macho guys to consistently fuck women over. Right. But, um, yeah. Did I, did that sound spiteful? I've just had so many gyms that were owned by it, men in it, the past. It'd be like that. I mean, and, we live in a capitalist society white fucking supremacy whatever the fuck they got all this shit 
like where are black people at where are color even people of color indians we're up and coming but that means we have to subscribe to their system and up and coming subscribing to the system that they created oh i get that it's already um it's already what how do you say um set up against you it's already um rigged so to speak it's rigged because it's not your system it's not your invention and it's something that you're going to even support by trying to be a part of it you recognize that time by wanting their lifestyle will make their lifestyle more relevant even to the people living it moving forward uh-huh what is who's your heart story of the week i didn't have one this week so you have it oh yeah but we have the her news of the week oh her news of the week that's interesting um the yeah. first time the word vagina was broadcast goddamn did you know oh right right did you know that's crazy like just the history go ahead go ahead go ahead did you, you know, know that, that the first movie to use the word the word vagina on film was the 1946 Disney animated film called The Story of Menstruation. You've got to go check it out on YouTube. My friends, I am telling you, it will give you the cringe. And we will go further in detail in our discussion on that because we have some words to put onto that film. It was very educational very and educational. necessary because it said some things that I didn't even know. Then again, it was 1946. Happens. It was very racist. Very, very white, very whitewashed. Nobody Pale in that video. Pale as shit. And, and the Snow only black white. thing was a dog, bro. The dog. The, let's wait. Oh, look at, let's wait till we get into the discussion Damn. of the week so we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah you're right. Because it was supposed to be for Hearst News of the Week because it talked about how the vagina wasn't even said nationally on TV until 1946. Yeah, like. But you know. then we watched the video and it was very controversial. When was penis very. used on TV? The word penis is even used. Cock's been used. Dick since the beginning of time. So they consistently you know, shoved that in your face. And then you want to say they're whores and they wonder. You've just been telling them that this is what they should want for thousands of years. So when they get to the age of wanting something, they think that's what they want. That's Fortunately, not. I was able to avoid that nonsense by always knowing what the fuck I want. Anyway, but still, no, no, still, we still, we feel obligated to the people we love, the people who raised us to do exactly what they want for us. Because at the end of the day, I still try that route, trying to make my mom happy, mm-hmm. trying to give, get a smile on my dad's face. When really, that's not your fucking business. This is my personal, my private parts. I use them to do what I want to do, which makes me happy. This is not about you. You did your part. Again, just education. Pay for my education. Pay for my whatever the fuck I need up until I'm capable of paying on my own way. And then I'll be working to pay your own way. Because guess what? You get old. But it's, it's like, it's crazy how we are so familiar. Women are so familiar with the penis before they even familiar with the vagina. And you, you know, have one. The fuck? It's a lot of women still to this day have not seen their vagina. Don't look at it. Don't even know how the inside or they can't tell they can't describe how their vagina looks to a person who does characters and portraits. If your vagina went missing, you would not be able to tell nobody how to find this motherfucker because you don't look at it. Oh my god. I remember the first time I don't remember the first time, but I know it was a while back when I actually looked at it deeply with a mirror it was like, damn, my pussy, this is my pussy. Divine, pearl-looking, pink-looking, brown-looking, like, sugar-coated, my, caramel, I look at my sunshine. I have to at least Dang. see my pussy once a day. No, that's necessary. At least. Honestly, it's necessary. At least. And you have so many mirrors. You have a fucking phone with a camera now. Like, right. And I take too many news. You take selfies, goddamn it. Take a selfie of your pussy here and there. Take a look at it. Admire for your her. Admiration. Smell her. No one else is, just you. Smell her. Oh, now, I would say taste her, but some people get a little... I'm a, I'm a t- I taste my pussy. 
Okay, let's keep it PG. Even no, ain't no PG. fucking keeping no PG. What what the fuck is this podcast called? Her story, my nigga. <laughs> not PG story. What the fuck? Get out of here. No, no, no. Seriously, I think if people are not willing to admit that they smell their own underwear. It's a whole business in Nigeria. I love smelling my Men underwear. are selling and buying females and i know that even myself that i stink and i don't even take a shower here in america they are selling and buying panties underwear so we're animalistic in the end that of the day no matter how gorgeous in the black that's a business yeah it's a business even out here in the real life outside of television it's a business in nigeria that men are selling and buying women's panties they're girlfriends collecting their girlfriends worn panties they're even asking please can you wear the same one for one week so it'll be potent when i give it to the customer it's that deep Man, the fact but, that we have to go through this and we still can't talk about the vagina in an uplifting, supernatural, genuinely miraculous way that actually oh. is. This is a fucking portal to the world, goddammit. Right. The disrespect, we've had enough of it. And this mm. is a complaint. This is a statement. This is a movement. Me too. Card press. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, seriously. It, no, we should... It was, maybe... It feels good. I don't know. That just feels nice. Continue the conversation before you get... Okay, well, the, the discussion that we need to dive into now would be on mental health. Well, mental health and we start with snapping pussy. I know most of y'all don't know that pussy snap, but it does. Not just the woman behind it. You want to call her hysterical? Yeah, because her pussy snapping right now. Anyway, but yeah, we'll dive into the mental health fires. You know what? Let's go. Let's start by defining anxiety. Anxiety, a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. A nervous disorder characterized by a state of excessive uneasiness and apprehension, typically and compulsive behavior, typically with compulsive behavior, or panic attacks. It usually follows that. That's how you know when you're being triggered is the panic attack. But um, we wanted to discuss three main ones right now because that's the ones we face with more so on a daily and that we're more familiar with um anxiety depression and bipolar and bipolar has bipolar one and bipolar two um over time they updated it in the um what is the file dhs d something because i studied psychology for two years so i'm a little familiar with everything in the clinical studies but um they updated so clinic um at one point, it was just like, okay, you just bipolar. That was fucking it. But then they realized over time that everybody started It is bipolar. To, right, Every, basically. Everything alive has bipolar tendencies, has bipolar structure. You Because the gig of living is very complicated and there's contradictions that you cannot be anything but confused up until you know better. So by the definition of that, you will have some highs, you will have some lows, you will be manic in your discovery because sometimes it's not all pleasant. Sometimes it's too pleasant, it's overwhelming, who the fuck knows? Everyone, everything alive, breathing, is bipolar. Okay, so let's dive into what the definition of bipolar is. A disorder associated with episodes of mood swings ranging from depressive lows to manic highs. They still don't know the exact cause, but you know, a combination of genetics, environment, and altered brain structure and chemistry may play a role but this sounds like this existence fucking right. every animalistic existence human right. experience nature versus nurture difference. you know that is accurate nature versus nurture so type one and type two um type one and type two pretty much uh the basic difference is that um 
type one is followed by the severe right yeah it's followed by severe mood swings you have your depressive lows and your manic highs and the type 2 bipolar disorder you would still have a hypermanic highs hypomanic which is means they're more stabilized but still destructive in their own nature mm-hmm. um pretty much the, the the concept behind not the concept the, the truth behind bipolar and having been a victim myself, seeing as I can admit that everything is bipolar, sometimes we just, we want something, right? And we believe we want it for this particular reason. But then we have new informations that will contradict our necessity. And that could change how we feel about the situation, regardless of how we felt about it two seconds ago. Okay, well, but what if you decide to take... You don't a, know everything. What if you decide to take a stoic approach to life? You know, stoicism, they basically keep a neutral feeling towards everything. They're not really high, they're not really low. They're just like somewhere in the middle grounds, just coasting. As much as that, I believe that will make life so much more manageable, that will take the fun out of life. And I'll take the fucking pain as long as I can get the pleasure. See, I go back and forth with that myself. I mean, like, sometimes, like, I feel like I'm... We're just so fucking infinite and multidimensional in how we are. So I get why I'm like that. Sometimes I just want the simplicity of life and I don't want to overreact or underreact. I just want to take it for what it is and not give it more than what it needs because I know that all those feelings are temporary. Even your highs, that shit's fucking temporary. Your lows, fucking temporary. So at moments I like to keep it right there in the middle to just coast and just not be so out of myself that I don't see the bigger picture. I think that's the biggest thing with me with stoicism because at moments I can feel myself when I get too like routed up, especially when it comes to relationships, they'll like to take that approach. But I also do love to the drama of life. You so, know, it's so fun. Basically, it makes you feel alive. So basically we're constantly triggered. So the best way to deal with that is to collect every moment as a similar as a similar flow instead of allowing it to determine how you react, you know, your emotions and your Right. And it's also it's adapting the idea that nothing is within your control only you you only have control of of how you you react right you have that control like even when we feel like we out of that control we we truly do have that control a lot of some people just are more (coughs) traumatic prone or triggered prone than others and they never found the way to Manage. manage yeah that's what it's all about. Manage it comes the balance. To manage, right. Yeah, because the cycle is going to be consistent. It's going to continuously right. go in the right. rhythm that it does flow in. So right. either get with the program or get kicked out of the program. Right. And then Damn. also, like, it's also on a physiological point standpoint, too. Because, I mean, you know, you say you like the dramas of life. But a lot of times when we get too high or, like, or just, like, in this stressed or frantic state of being, yeah. our cortisol levels increase. And that deals with a lot of what goes on naturally the natural flow of your body and that over time that depletes and that will it can cause lifelong um effects that are not necessarily the best for you i forgot exactly because i wrote this to tell about nutrition yeah because that dealt with um you think it could cause like I obviously know that it it, it could cause dementia or amnesia yeah over time over, yes yes because then you forget things because you don't give them the relevance they desire because you've depleted your cortisol level by expressing that throughout your existence you like, you really reacting. depleting the space that you have in your because you got compartments in your mind yeah and when it comes to memories like because we don't remember more than half of our life true and our mind is only is only meant to remember 
certain things. It's usually most the most important things to us based on how we feel in that moment. Yeah. So when you're always in this frantic state of being, your mind is trying to remember that shit because it's it has the most energy behind it. It's remembering the the biggest shit that happens. So like if you're always in a traumatic event or if you're always like in this dramatic state of being, your mind is trying to remember that and let go of the minor details because it doesn't seem your mind is computing like it's not that important. But why would you categorize them as minor details when by its own definition the Cuz it may is not be minor details but I, since you don't know what I'm saying. Okay, go ahead. Memory go ahead. is selective. Yes, memory is selective based on your emotional preference. So it's only going to remember the things you've given emotional value to. Exactly. So at the end of the day, if that's the natural state of being, why do we still apply business as business to our everyday living when everything is very personal on a very anatomical level? Well, I what are you saying about that? I'm saying what I'm saying. If, yeah, but if I'm memory saying... itself is selective, it's making the decision to keep certain memories based on how you're emotionally connected to those memories. Exactly. On an animalistic level, we are more emotional than we are logical. So why does then that not apply to the rest of our existence? In our that business? does apply to the rest of our existence. Because somebody, cause you can internalize something different than how you externalize it. Because you see how sometimes you can feel something deeply... But you don't react to that depth of that feeling. Mm. That can still be a part of whatever memory you collect on that. And sometimes even some of those don't make it. Because I had some memories that I felt and I remember I had so much euphoria and I was at peace and stillness. But it went until something was triggered. And memories are also triggered too. I feel like we can tap into those. Because you will smell something and then be reminded of this nostalgic moment you had before. You're like, damn, that happened. And so forth. True. So like you would see something happening to somebody else and relate that to some experience yeah. in the past that would just like surface. Yes. And you, it's memories are as infinite as we are. They're worked, yeah. As much as So we like it's different ways to tap just because it's not in this compartment of your mind where you can't where you seem like you can't retrieve it, it's still there. Because memories don't just fade away. They don't go away. It's like a computer. True. When it's there, it's there. It's almost it's just like farther away, and you gotta reach. It's like the deeper. logic of energy; it cannot be created or destroyed. Exactly. So it's called that is it's energy. Set. It's already Memories set. Memories are energy. It's just continuously rolling through the cycle, like a time, like a, a clock or something. Mm-hmm. You ever seen Interstellar? No, I haven't. Is it good? We should watch it together. That was a real good one. I don't want to go to details about that right now, but yeah, we should we... definitely watch that together and talk about it on the podcast. I look forward to that. You know anybody with an anxiety? I feel like I know you have anxiety, so I know you. Bad as fuck. Not even bad. Good as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> My ass be anxiety prone like a mofo. I feel like I really realized, like, I've had anxiety my whole life, but it wasn't until I got to college and started studying psychology I can actually put a word to it. I was like, I'm just fucking hyper anxious. Like, was just hyper. I was just hyper in my emotions, but I didn't know it had something to do with anxiety or anxious. It's like you're hyper anxious. Mom told me I was anxious. She used to tell me. Outside, like you don't want anybody else to know because you feel like everybody else would be against the emotions that you're already going through. And then also be too afraid to express that to outside people. Because my great grandma, remember she called me a sourpuss. Like I would go through all kinds of shit in my head. Pay for your thought, and she and she will always want me to know. I want to know what's going on in my mind. I'd be like, I ain't think about shit. Meanwhile, I'm dying on the inside. Like. Oh my God, I'm fucking terrified because I didn't want to express that to her. I was just scared to be vocal about how I felt on the inside. But yes, I deal with anxiety all 
the fucking time. And I think that's and typically her fault because honestly, if you want somebody to be vocal, that's in my experience, especially with a child. I've raised several children that are not mine. I look forward to raising my own kids someday. But yeah, I'm even raising you now. Every personality you engage with is truly a child that you're comforting. So mm-hmm. like, I realize that if you're gonna try to get them to tell you how they're feeling or you what they're find thinking, methods. you have to tell them what you're thinking and how you're yeah, feeling. That, it's going to completely unrelate. That works too. Feel, that definitely yeah. works too. Because at that moment, I didn't know how. Exactly. Some and people don't know how to. She needed to themselves. express what she was feeling in those moments to mm-hmm. you to give you a, and then give you room to open up. Instead about, of instead of trying to belittle me and act like I'm just this sour puss and like that, I feel like we both was miscommunicating. Yeah, miscommunication is a reason for a lot of dead relationships today. Like, right. And you just sitting back there like, damn, I wish I should have, would have, could have. You know. But time is gone now. No celementes. <laughs> no regrets. Yeah. But um, also too, on a since a lot more people can relate to this energy because she's out there and she does music. But Summer Walker, she deals with social anxiety. So a lot of times, I know y'all went to some concerts. I even went to a concert of hers, and I was sad as hell. <laughs> I was excited. But, like, sad. Because I'm like, damn. I can tell this motherfucker does not want to be here. Her whole energy. you can, And then I have anxiety. I know how that shit feels and looks. Hmm. Like, I can see she came on stage, light her candles. She looked scary as fuck. She looked so scared. Or scared herself. <laughs> she was, but scary. Like, the true. act of being scared. Scary. Yeah, that's true. But, um... Honestly, she people, was who, just, people who do bad things have been done bad things too. So they're just reacting in a way that they don't know what else to do next. So they just, you know, do some version of the first thing that comes to mind, which can only relate to what they've just experienced, which are the bad things. So people who are scared can act like they're trying to scare you, literally. But could come off as scary to you because you're reading off the emotions that they're feeling inside. That's why communication is key, bro. Right, and you still communicating whether it's verbal or nonverbal because you still energy and you can still feel that. But on the topic of her, you felt sorry. It was for a her. lot of I I felt sorry and also irritated because I've seen myself in that position, and I also seen the overall picture of how fear is anxiety is just a fucking illusion. Sure. Like none of this shit is real that you feel like is going on, and also I feel like she's very empathic, but don't know how to tune into that. Don't know how to protect her energy, and she's learning. Sure. And I hope and pray that she gets so much better, much sooner, and actually actively work on that because you don't have to be a victim to that. And I feel like she can be an incredible, incredible performer if she just worked on her social anxiety and her stage presence. Because she is a, a force to be reckoned with. I love her voice, her music. Like, she makes me tap into my sexual energy. It makes me just feel like I'm the shit. I already do. But she it just, in, she's in, she enlightens that or enhances that. It and is. I love music that does that to me. Her being an Aries um, fucking sun, too. And my Aries moon. Like, I relate to her on multiple levels. And, um, you know, parents do that with their kids, right? Parents do that with their kids. Give them information, feed their mind, feed their eyes with things that will either be uplifting or teach them in the route that they feel like the kids should become. So as adults, we really should apply that in our daily life. Listen to things that make you feel uplifted. Watch things that make you feel uplifted. Share things that uplift you. You know, because at the end of the day, we don't like our downs. No, none of us like our downs. So we shouldn't inspire downs in anyone else. In fact, yeah, we but should we should also in ourselves. We shouldn't. I don't feel like we should just not like them. Period. Because it's still a part of we you, should be able and to it express helps to shape. We should be able to learn how to effectively communicate with that down. Okay. And to 
Oh, excuse the hell out of we me. We don't have to be communicating with the intention to turn it into a high, but with an intention to understand why the doubt And where exists. it's coming from. Okay. That's and how good. we can become better from that. Because True. it's still a part of us. It's just a part of us that we need to balance out and either utilize less or more of. True. Because we still... It's still a part of you. If you don't find a lesson in it, it might as well be a wasted experience. Right. True. But, like, another note on her... Like, I was just, I was more so mad, too, because, like, I mean, we, I get that money isn't everything. Yeah, I get that. But if you set your mind to do something and you say this is what you're going to do for a living and it involves the entertainment or, or just giving the people what they want. Because if, if I paid in exchange of service with you, I would expect you to want to put your all into it, especially for something you claim that you love. And I'm an ex- expert in truth. I want to. I want to. I want to be entertained. I want to get my money's worth of this situation, but I'm also empathetic to the fact that I know you go through shit. So every time an experience I exchange that, it won't be probably hundred percent. Yeah. But you should be in the mindset of being coming a hundred percent, and to put that in the forefront whenever you're giving somebody a product or a service that you love to do. Like I'm. I'm more. I'm a little irritated with the fact that. She, but she, I mean, she's still getting ticket sales. She's still um, progressive and is successful in that aspect. Yeah, we wouldn't but, want her to digress. We would just want her right, to, want I want to her be better. To, to, right, want to be better. Actually, actively work on that. You, She had a lot of fucking shows. I'm just like... I feel like you're trying to live vicariously through her right now because as well, you want you to want to be better. And you right, and want I to deal with better. anxiety too. Yeah. So I'm trying to grow and I want you to grow along with it because I'm reflecting that. And I understand where you're coming from on that. And I've been there. Like, I remember the first time, like... I remember when I... Man, I was young. I couldn't... You couldn't pay me a fucking million dollars to go on stage and just recite a few lines of poetry or just rap or sing a line. Bro, you didn't have to pay me. I did this whole play at exactly. my school. Exactly. That uh, was, was you. It was called Katashika, Katashika, Queen of Demons. I recited an 82-page 82, 82 poetry on witches. For that, and I was pretending to be a witch. Shit. I wouldn't do that for no... Not even beautiful. my damn self. It was so... That was scary for me. That was because entertaining for me. I got to act like a crazy person around a bunch of people, and they were clapping at me for it. Yeah, but that's a lot of energy being directed to oh, me. Yeah, it so really I didn't know how to take that. And that's back then when I didn't understand the empathy. Energy's like water and fire. Bend that shit. It's like any earth element. It truly shit, is. Earth, air, water, fire. Metal, honestly, just all bend that. it to your will, and your will is what it's necessary for. What the use will be. And for. then also the face it and know that it's not to kill you. Honestly, yeah. At the end, because a lot of times it be the fear that be pushing us away from that, thinking that it's gonna be this is gonna be a horrible thing. But no, allow that fear to act like and do what the fuck you want to do. But bring yourself back over here and know that this is for your benefit. So basically, fear is also responsible. But at the end of the day, you have to remind yourself the reason, the why there is a will behind this engagement. Because nobody does mm-hmm. things without reasons. If the reason, usually it's emotional. It's about somebody you love. It's about providing a service for somebody who is in need of that type of service. So you remind yourself of the person in need, the necessity, whether it could be you, your family, your brother, your sister, your friend, your cousin. You remind yourself of the person in need, the necessity. And then you continue to engage and encourage the will to do what is necessary and the fear mm-hmm. in itself just dissipates because it was a necessity for you to determine whether that action was the right course of, and the necessary course to be taken if somebody needed it enough then sure it is if somebody doesn't need it enough then please move on to the next thing that somebody is most in need of everybody is energy god in service to all of we that exist you are not here alone that's the point of this learn experience mm-hmm. fail project program 
I feel like that's another thing too when it comes to like just showcasing any skill or talent talent like publicly you have to not separate yourself from everyone else because when you do that and divide that you feel like you're not a part of them so you feel like there's a lot of distance Mm -hmm. you have to overcome this boundary to express and open up in front of all these unknown entities but it's still a part of you. Yeah. You just have to learn how to tap into those other parts that resonates with all of them to a certain degree because you still protect your energy and you give only what you feel like you can give in those moments, but don't allow that to be a limitation. True. It is It is a tough balance. It's easier said than it done, is. but it's it experience is. and practice, my nigga. Nipples. Uh, yeah, this is a talent of yours, huh? She's got her toes attached to my nipples and squeezing right now. It's a weird situation. I don't even know why I felt like you needed to know that. But now you do. So moving forward, we're talking about snapping. They're going to be wanting to see videos soon. I want us to do videos soon. Yeah, like, not until not until you spend your time daily telling me about how you feel about the, the discussions we've had. And you text me, can you know, you can kiss Email my ass a little us. bit. You know, butter my biscuits. I know how amazing. Kiss your, kiss your ass a You know, bit. how amazing I am and how much more you want to hear me talk about my truth and be raw. And in a very positive manner, even if I expose the negatives. So if you're not going to conversate with me about that and be active in your, you know, in your appreciation of my exposure, then I'm not going to continue to expose myself to you. And damn, I'm going to keep doing it. Fuck that. Because at the end of the day, it's for me. Right. I recognize that too. But I can be a it's bitch for we for two seconds. Snapping no, 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 pussy. No, 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 no. Can we, we not, move on to snapping no, pussy? It's, no, because we ain't even giving no more. That was just a part of that. Like, what ways can we deal with mental health? What ways can we benefit to become better in tune with ourselves on that level? How can we reach out? Because there's so many different ways where you can tune into and meditate and have ways to cope and deal with on a on a organic level or a healthier level because some people just ignore themselves i don't completely recommend therapy because therapy is very one-sided but i do recommend conversation you have to be very fluid in conversation with whoever you do choose to have a conversation but there and make sure that you have to be to you too they're true when you you say therapy cleo because therapy Therapy is a lot of things therapy could be yoga for me therapy can be this okay can i explain what therapy is therapy is a paid service to which you go and sit on somebody's couch and they have a notepad and they're listening to you talk about your life and give you a very educated suggestion about how you can go about the situations that are existing within your life without any type of information concerning their life based on the fact that they have a degree that puts them in a position to be able to tell you what the fuck to do in my opinion, that is not therapeutic. That helps absolutely no one, but it will help your purse strings be a little bit less than it was when you walked in. My point being, if you're going to have a conversation with somebody, it is a therapeutic situation. My point is, get your point across, get your truth across as honestly, as platonically as you possibly can, and also listen to their truths, because everybody's life is capable of being adapted to the other person's life. Our experiences and how they come, the forms they come, they're all valid, always around. So therapy is listening, in truth, is listening to somebody's story and telling your story in the current situation and position that it is and taking something from that, from both sides. So communication. Let me let me, let me add to that. Um, we're going to play good cop, bad cop in that. She's, I guess she's the bad cop on that aspect because she's not with therapy. But I am all for it. It's, it depends on your point of view and which way you want to take it with that. I've been in actual therapy before and I've studied therapy because I went to school for psychology for two years and I engage with a whole bunch of different people and talk about these things. Therapy is not always one-sided. 
let's clarify that. Sometimes your therapist actually gives you insight on some shit they had or been through in a situation. It's just because of how the system is. They can't reveal too much information or they can be late, held accountable and it can be some kind of other bullshit. I don't feel like that should be the whole thing entirely, but we also have we also have group therapy sessions. You have more than just one with other people share situations too. You're not just alone. And then in a group, in a just a one-on-one therapy session, it ain't about your therapist. It's about you. You want to hear about you and get through your shit. They Whenever they need to talk to somebody, got situation going on, they handle that when they need to. But in this type of situation right now, this the therapist, setting? this setting, it's about you getting through it, sorting through it. You are the main course, the main attention. So to hear about that, it's, it's irrelevant at this it's point. It's distracting at they, this point. Very it's distracting. Serious. Okay. I, but no, I'm not finished. I'm not finished. Sure. So their main thing is to help you because some people don't know how to be open with everybody. Especially when it comes to people who know them or seem to know them. It's always this bias. Like, it's some certain situations that I won't go to my mom and talk to her about. Because I know she has a bias already, a preconceived notation about me. And she's going to give me an opinion based on what she feel like I need and not what I need in that moment. When it comes to a therapist, they have a non-fucking bias approach. They don't know you from a can of paint. They get to know you. And they, they, they get to know you in a non-biased way because that's their... Initially, that's their job. They're not supposed to have this preconceived notation about you. They're supposed to really see the inner you and place you on the forefront and have you a better way to reflect and digest and retrieve those memories. Like we said, because memories are still there. We just got to have a way to know how to trigger certain memories within you so you can get back to that moment and heal that trauma and they do have or see what's going on. I recognize that. Multiple. And some people are more spiritual based. Because before, I used to think that I, I still, in a way, am a therapist. But I wanted to go a different approach. I wanted to be more spiritually inclined. I didn't want to give them like medications or put them onto this and that. Well, therapists actually can't subscribe you medication nowadays. They can get you more for anxiety and like the the medium level ones. But they they send you to a psychiatrist. Those oh, are yeah. the ones who actually subscribe you medication. They're more the nurse side of psychology. It, politics get into that. Um, and all so they're the ones with the prescription pad, huh? Basically. Okay. But modern day times, it's easier to be described. Oh, it's easier to be prescribed medication now because everybody's fucking crazy now. True. Everybody's going through a lot of shit. Everybody has anxiety. Everybody's bipolar. Everybody fucking got all some kind of Manic shit. Manic depression, on. schizophrenia, I'm all that. Here. So it's easier to have that um, given to you. But my whole point is that I'm just saying be open. I'm done. I feel like it's multiple ways for therapy. And you just have to be open with yourself enough to find out what is best for you. Sometimes therapy won't work for everybody. Sometimes your therapy needs to be in nature. Sometimes your therapy is your best friend. Sometimes your therapist is you. Sometimes your therapist is yoga. It can be so many ways and forms of meditation or just deep reflection. Because that's all therapy is, is deep inner reflection coming outward. So you can heal through whatever trauma it is and you can see more clearly on whatever it is that you need to get through. Honestly, I'm not one to judge or to suggest that anybody go any one route. I am one to do that. Actually, yeah, we are all judging But too. the point <laughs> is, I need you to find a system that you know works for you and apply Basically. that consistently, repetitively. Basically. I know you're going to get tired of the cycle. We all And do. be open to change that too because... What worked 10 years ago may not be working down the line. Facts. 
Facts. We got... Okay, have you ever tried to use an Android from 2001? <laughs> good luck. Have you ever tried to fuck this person the same way you fucked that one? Oh, fucking good <laughs> luck there. Good luck there, man. Everybody has different different requirements, different necessities. Shit, and even yourself. You, you can't even fuck yourself the same. Honestly, the yesterday was yesterday. You don't have to come different today, goddammit. Mm-hmm. I got new preferences. So you new have likes. to get with the times, get with the changes, and be actual, uh, actually observant to be able to identify what these changes are and what this time means for you. You know? Yeah. Okay, so can we go to Snapping Pussy now? We, we've told them how to address the situation as relates to... We definitely can, and we will after this brief intermission. Yeah. I know you love fucking me. I'm just in love with this damn song, y'all. Been playing it all day. But let us get into snapping pussy. Yes! Definition of a snapping pussy. A particular type of pussy with good, strong muscle contraction that can grab onto you and give you a decent fuck. After all that, just a decent fuck? I feel like that's a magnificent fuck. That's a brilliant fuck. A massive fuck. An intense... Moral of the story, you're fucked. Good. Great. Great. But seriously, why is there a necessity for even snapping pussy? Why why is that even a thing that we acknowledge? No, how about let's talk back to what you said earlier. How you saying that I got a wide ass pussy? Um, baby, that's not the way I put it. Yes, you did. You said you got a wide pussy, and my pussy is widening. No, you talking about your own pussy is widening, but my pussy is wide. Everybody's pussy is constantly. My pussy widening. is wide, but yours is widening. <laughs> and now, my pussy is wide, but yours is widening. That's you took it the wrong way. No, nigga. What I'm trying to my say is my pussy is tight, and I got that snapback, my nigga. Well, I have a baby yet, so. Snapback in my definition and what I've been raised to hear and know is when your pussy snaps back after giving birth or, you know, you just, you just, and shit come right back and you just like, damn, this pussy don't feel like no babies came out of here. But I really feel like that's an understatement. I feel like pussies get better after babies. Like people be trying to talk shit. The vagina is, it, it stretches and it, it, it comes back. Like it doesn't just, now I heard some stories now some people who just got some real 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 strong sprayed out vaginas but they be doing some other shit I feel like that's the ones that be putting like watermelons in their pussy and keep it in there for a minute and hey over time you just wear out I guess okay like snapping pussy in in the medical term of it is kind of like an animalistic reaction of the cap- capability reaction of the vagina to be able to squeeze the rest of the juices out of the other organ like a like a penis like typically to get pregnant yeah you feel me like the rest of I know, the that's cum, what did. that's typically how it can be used but a woman has the ability so to, to clench that, her, yeah. her walls tight Kegels. enough yeah even when she wants more when she wants more sex mm. she's capable of like squeezing on the inside while you're like i thought you do that to me a dozen times you feel me 
squeeze on them. Yeah, yeah you, you tweet, you you squeeze tweet, the life. I tweet, I'm a bird. Tweet, 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 tweet. I'm done with you. You squeeze the life out of me on several occasions. Like, yeah, I want more. Like, come on, keep going. Like, sometimes even if I stop in between that, you would like you you squeeze. That's like you don't want to say a word. You're done with moving. You're obviously you know you're spazzed out, tired. We've gone at this a few times. And then your pussy squeezes on, like, come on, there's still feel a little bit of life left, you know? We can still go on a couple more rounds. <laughs> so, typically, snapping pussy is the ability to constrict your vagina walls to be able to either demand more pleasure can, or drain your pleasure pond. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or, um... Or just, you know, just snap at a motherfucker a couple of times. And it's very rare, honestly. It's rare to find women who know they have this ability or who are capable of utilizing it's it. It's not rare to me. I know a lot of women And sometimes about it. it's rare in a nature that they don't even know when they do it. It's mostly when they're in the thought and the passion and are making demands with their brains. Somebody bringing out, helping to bring up the certain part of them that yeah. they didn't even know was underneath. True that, true No. That. Okay, somebody has a testimony. Once I was swimming across Turtles Creek, many snappers all around my feet. Sure was hard swimming across the thing with both hands holding my dingaling. I don't know why I thought What? Why did you just say that? <laughs> Who is that? I don't know, but it's XX Raymond Marble XX on April 7, 2018 felt the need to have a make a Reddit comment concerning snapping pussy. Oh, wow. And, uh, it's definitely a poetry concerning how his turtleneck <laughs> was gripped in the thralls of passion. Anyway. Oh, so he got a... He was uncircumcised. That's what you usually call... They usually call turtlenecks that because you got to pull back the, the... You know how the neck be stretched. I have never seen an uncircumcised person. Really? Never. I fucked two men who had uncircumcised penis. Ugh. And those men had some good penis. I'm sorry you had but to But I heard that. some... I was, like, thrown off a little bit, but I'm like, I had to come across it one day, right? But who, who the fuck is this dick that doesn't circumcise themselves after they realize their parents failed to circumcise them? It's like a religious thing that or something. It's, it's harder the older you get. Oh. I don't want to circumcise our children. Huh? You want to circumcise our son? Well, I got to do some more benefits behind it because I heard that when you don't circumcise, then you're more, you're more sustained, or not sustained, you're more, what's that word? Did Susceptible you... to diseases. You, you can easily catch something better. Oh, bullshit. I or think that's easier. Some, that's genuinely some bullshit. Because think I want to do some more background on that. I mean, because it's natural, though. Yeah, why so why would you come with something that you're not going to be able to survive with? Right. That's some bullshit. Because human, humans' bodies are adaptable. the beginning of time, we didn't have surgery and Exactly. Shit. Humans' so body is adaptable for the fact that we're able to survive after cutting it had to be something that was natural. So that's why I'm, I'm curious, and I'm thinking, like, should I just let my son just keep his uncircumcised penis? No, what I'm thinking really is, cons- you know Shameless? Remember Shameless, that TV mm-hmm. show that we like to talk about once in a mm-hmm. while? Because we're currently watching it or, or finished yes, watching yes, it. Yes, yes, yeah, point. Well, yeah, my point being, in Shameless, they were afraid of circumcising their son in case they had one based on the fact that nobody's going to want to suck an uncircumcised penis. And I want our son to get I some sucked oral pleasure. I uncircumcised penis. You did? I did. I'm looking at you very differently. <laughs> I did. Like, you just got to get past as long as the penis clean. You and can tell if it's not clean or not. Obviously, so you're going to smell it. Inspect it. <laughs> inspect the penis before the sun in my, in my mouth. Honestly, fact. I thought I would never. I used to say that I would never suck an uncircumcised penis until I first seen of all, a, a I think there are women in this and, world that consistently say I will never suck a penis. Period. Like, how did that become a thing of the norm in the twenty first century? Now, like, motherfucker, stay talking. Oh, I got this dick, man. I sucked the hell out this nigga dick the other day. 
Niggas still talk about I ate the hell out of that coochie the other day. My, ooh, that coochie was delicious. You dudes better eat it. be saying that as, as, as much as women. And, uh, well, every dude I've ever been with has had to say that for posterity. Otherwise, you ain't eating this shit if you ain't talking good about this. This ice cream don't come for free. It needs a lot of praise and a lot of worship. That's why you call a goddess pussy. Bing or, bong, I had something in my mind, but it went away. It so, did? That's cool. It did? Yeah, it just went away. I don't know where the fuck it went. But, um... <laughs> Escaped this conversation is where the fuck it yeah, went. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but... Damn. In my opinion, from the two dudes I had sex with, uncircumcised, they had some good dicks. Really? One of them you know of. They were trying to make up for it. Which one? Leo had an uncircumcised dick? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uncircumcised? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Very. And they had big dicks. Hmm. Okay. But I'm going to say that everyone has that because I talked to some other ladies and this girl was like, I had bad experiences with uncircumcised dick. They were little or they just wasn't good. Or they were sad in performance. I just was lucky enough to have a big, good, uncircumcised penis. Okay, now we're talking. Okay, okay, you know what? I am going to pray for them. <laughs> pray for them? <laughs> pray Why do they them? need prayer? It's life. They obviously been doing good. Everybody needs prayer. It's life. True. <laughs> exactly. They don't go so many ways. You know? <laughs> so what the Shut fuck up. is it? Oh my god. What? Hate me now? I love you too. Why would I even. Come on now. So basically, yeah, that's that's pretty much so all. So you're not to use your kegels. Babe, I've done it to you several times. You know what I'm saying? You like, felt it. That's a problem. Yeah, I, I have felt it. I have okay. felt it. You, you be bouncing that ass back. But what? <laughs> that's not what that's, that's not what we need to hear right now. That's, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking that about is a part of it. Walls. You have a tight vagina. It's very nice and juicy. Okay, um, and, and and constrictive, like a boa constrictive, but not in a way that feels like if you're I were white, you'd see me turn purple right now. Stop, I'm black, you can't see my skin changing color. Cleo, it is, no, <laughs> it's okay. They know we gay, they know we together. We fuck, yes, this is not something new. I make love, we do both. Okay. Sometimes you just be wanting to fuck me, don't even play. <gasps> you be going real quick, like, oh, I just want this pussy right now. Huh? I'm going in, huh? Huh? What? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Nigga. Jesus. Snap that pussy back. Hey, that was a comedy special or something. Who did that? I think that was the dude that played off of um, Friday. Mm. What's his name? Day Day. Probably did not. Snap that pussy back. I barely <laughs> watched Friday. Yeah, you're not really black, so. What? You're African. Blacks yeah. Are- <laughs> Blacks and Africans aren't the same. It's sad. You know, it's sad that we have to now have a different geographical regions really are. I mean, because you were raised differently. Everybody have different trends and shit that they follow or was a part of. Different, different culture, times. different beliefs, and different so things that, that we saw repeatedly every day that for a child. So who got the better snapback pussy? African Americans or Africans? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ's pussy was divine. During his time as a pussy mania, he explored the globe, pacificating every single state he came across. If Jesus were still here, I would vote for Jesus Christ. Did fuck. you take the cake out the oven? No. Fuck okay. you for that question. I was just being funny. That was that an was, asshole question. It was. Like, I'm just being retarded. Woman okay. is woman. And even right. it, it, it's, I'm really spiteful that we find a way to call black Americans Akata. Like, we differentiate. And you guys want to call us booty scratchers or African Africans. Like, we're, they, they're, they're not black. That. They're African. I'm like, nigga, you African too. You just don't know where you came from. You know? Type shit. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. 
you royally fucked you. It's not my fault that I was taken from my motherland and I was blended and mixed in with the white motherfuckers. Okay, okay, hold on. Don't do me. Okay, hold on. Because I'm still blacker than black. I will do you consistently every day. Because I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blackity black. And I'm black, y'all. Because I'm black. Okay, we get it. You're black, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Well, actually, I'm brown. I'm, I'm not. not really sh- I'm not shitting on your black. I'm not taking your black credits away from you. Or the fact that you're also African, and the fact that you're also American. You're, you're, you're a mixture. You're, you're a congregation of, of peoples. And the fact that we didn't come together in the best way possible doesn't mean that we still didn't come together. The point is, we did. What are we gonna make of this together now that we have it? You know? Yeah, cause y'all still here. Y'all want to be here with us. Yeah, we want to be. Together. We want to. We want to teach you our culture. We want to learn your culture. We. Wanna, I've been learning y'all culture. Y'all, I've been learning our culture from the longest. My grandma was, I took this African-American studies class and I took this African-American heritage. It's so American to say I took a class, so I know better. It's, I that's mean, some still, bullshit. Rega- regardless, it's you see, some bullshit, on a show, um, um, Shameless, you see how Liam, he can't, he, that was the African name. Yeah, he. Chikamiki or Chikamiki. Don't desecrate my people, please. I'm begging you. This is not something I want to see. I'm learning. Jesus. Chikamiki means God's gift or God's. I don't remember what. God's plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chikamiki, God will make it the way he wants. Chikamiki, God will do it the way he wants. But it's to still accurate. Oh. It's still culture. And obviously, I learned enough because Ashe. And it's Igbo. G-ma, it's Nigerian. It's not uh, necessarily. Monthly didn't know African I knew Ashe. It's African, but it's just one of the African cultures that exist. Like Igbo. one of the he said, billions. he said Igbo. He, he said he said it so wrong. Igbo, yeah, he said it very wrong. <laughs> I don't, I don't wish to reiterate. Honestly, I like to forget that. Thank you. But, but um, pussy, the pussy, pussy talks, pussy talking, pussy talk, pussy snapping, pussies in the back, in the lack, in the Cadillac. I got eight back. I, I apologize that you guys have to listen to this. I'm, I okay, apologize look, that you had to endure that. I don't apologize. I'm giving y'all a blessing. But Damn. from the um story administration. What story administration? 1946, Disney's little short film. About it was actually for the children. It was for the I think there was high schoolers and middle schoolers. Yep, it, it was, was a sex sex um ed class and they came up with this film. And we're gonna put a snippet on our page. So y'all look at the page and then we just leave a link. So y'all can go to YouTube and watch the whole fucking documentary. It's not that long, though. It's only like 10 to 11 minutes. Mm, it is short. But it was just, you can tell that this was 1946. You can tell. But it's still, you can you still feel that Disney feel. But it was just, um, it was very educational. But it was so whitewashed. Like, I couldn't relate to nobody or no person's face on there because it was nothing but white pale ass pasties. No offense. My sister says that. <laughs> Whenever she gets mad at white people, she calls them pasties. <laughs> no, honestly, I, can't, I understand that. But it's just so, like, that's just funny. It, had, it was a day and time where all you seen on TV was white people. Like, it was no other race. Like, nobody else was important. Everything was based off the white woman or the white man. And honestly. the only black thing in that video was a dog. And I bet you the dog was a girl. And I bet you she was a bitch. I bet you. The it's, dog it's was just all the psychological messages that they're leaving. So many. And, and, and I swear, don't tell me that I'm reading too much into it because everybody is dramatic. Every human, every energy and is dramatic. And your mind is not one-track minded. Exactly. You're going multiple ways. Thank you. Whatever. 
so don't don't ever don't ever make the assumption that you have the right to tell me that I'm overthinking this shit. No, you are overthinking it, so I have the right to overthink it. And in my overthinking, you either prove me wrong with your actions or you prove me right with your actions. So do better. You know? Yeah, that was just that was wild. It, it but was I didn't realize wild. okay, so you know when you're when you're getting on your period, you have and I think it's only one egg. So one egg goes through your fallopian tubes. And then it rests there if it's fertilized. So if you, you know, ovulation, whatever, you have sex and the sperm comes in, that's when your period stops because it doesn't go through the tube and um, it secretes some kind of, um, is that the blood it secretes or is it something else and then the blood comes out? Because remember it had a secretion. So like whenever the one of the eggs went through and it was unfertilized, it just went through yeah. the um, uterus and then some secretion came through. Those were the fluids that were supposed to build up and, and keep and the help. eggs in an embryo in case it was actually fertilized. Oh, okay. So those fluids would be would be dis disposed of with the egg if there was no use for it at the time. Okay. And yeah. eggs are constantly being reproduced or existing uh, contained yeah. in, in the in the uteri or, or what was it? It was the um what did um the pearl sh the pearl shaped yeah almond That's, shaped. What is that? Damn. You remember. have two. Yeah. Uterus, because you have two uterus. Yeah, two and then uterus. a fallopian tube goes yeah, around it's it. what it flows through. Yeah. Flow into. Yeah. So pretty much that would have been the space for the eggs to be fertilized and then moved on to the uterus. To, to the, it would move on, pretty much. Basically. But if it wasn't fertilized, then it would be disposed of during the four days of bleeding. And mm -hmm. that disposure is pretty Actually, much it eggs um, bracing your walls. What did it say? It said it takes, it was in between three to seven days. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't even know that. I didn't know that my body was doing that shit. So that was very educational. It just wasn't relatable physically. <laughs> it was offensively educational. Like I felt educated but insulted. And, and that's then they said about makeup, like just to make yourself feel better. It was just so materialistic. <laughs> yeah. In it its really, approach. It really was. It painted women like some crochet knitting ass old fucker that just sits down waiting to be fucked and impregnated or and then moves on to the process of enduring the pain that life has set for her. I don't know, it was just very, um, it was upsetting, as you can hear from and my And that's dad. my friends, how you snap that pussy. You know? <laughs> just snap that ass back in the conjunction. Now, I think, um, the first time penis was set on television was on, was in 1988. I think it was Saturday Night Live. No, it couldn't have been that. They've been saying penis since... No, I've heard many older movies. They made references to dicks, cocks. They never said the word penis till 1988. Like if we're going with what Google would say, you know, Quora.com. I don't think that's true. I doubt that too. But you they know, they're saying it way before the end. I'm pretty sure they probably said dick. It's such or a cock. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they said it says it here that it's, we've been saying you've been using other words to describe the penis, but the first time the word penis was said, it was sang, it was sung 42 times in the song. Oh, that's yeah. abrasive. Yeah, the song <laughs> "Nude Beach" was a sketch, and the song was saying it was yeah, it was something else. But that is just singing it. Look, she's saying that now. That dick make me so proud. Ooh. <laughs> okay, now women can actually take charge and speak on how they can be pleased with the counterparts' sexual thing. <laughs> but like in the past, that wasn't it. She would have been called a whore. She nobody still gonna be called a whore yeah, now. Yeah, she still be called a whore. Give less fucks about. Yeah, nobody gives a fuck anymore because there's too many things to give a fuck about in this reality. But at the end of the day, the truth being, she would have been called a whore. Nobody would be buying her songs. Everybody would be like, I'm so Christian, I fuck boys in church type shit. And this is the Pope talking. No offense. I still don't feel like this is... Well, no. I don't know. I'm going to do some more research on that. 
Maybe. Hey, did you bring this out? Yeah, I brought it out a couple seconds ago. Thank you guys so much for joining us in this encounter, as you always do. Um, we'll see you the next fucking time. Y'all, please um, email us y'all sex stories, y'all dealings with monogamy, non-monogamy, whatever the fuck it is y'all want to share with us. Email us at dreamgitch at gmail.com. And y'all leave comments, review, so we can be seen on major platforms. If you want to support us without giving us money, write a review on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, on Anchor. That's all you have to do, you know? You want to hear more of us? Let us be seen on here and let us fucking pay our bills. Okay, pretty much people who don't eat don't talk. So you ain't gonna hear me if I ain't eating. So So pretty much subscribe, like, I hate the little shits that people do. But, you know, all the works. Right. (laughs) Until next time, love us. Fuckers.